Welcome to the Strangers on the Way podcast, where daily interaction with a stranger can transform your life. We hope today's episode inspires you to meet your own Strangers on the Way. Welcome to the Strangers on the Way podcast. I am so excited to have someone very special as we start off this new year. But first of all, we just want to say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. We're so excited to hear just or to see what this year brings. Um, So Happy New Year officially, January 1. We're so pumped to have you. And today on the Strangers on the Way podcast, we have none other than my very own brother, Mike Hansen. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Well, hello everyone and happy new year. Uh, 2023 was a pretty killer year. And as Lauren mentioned, uh, I, I know she's excited and I'm super excited for 2024. Uh, as she mentioned, my name is Mike Hansen. I am Lauren's probably most familiar stranger that she's met on the way <laughs> and <true>. potentially <laughs> maybe the strangest stranger she's met on the way as well. Um, but I'm super excited to be here and um, uh, you know, share share some stuff with y'all. Yes, I'm so pumped to have um, yeah my brother on the podcast as we start off a fresh new year. Uh, Michael, um, as we start our new year, I know a lot of people start with New Year's resolutions, or some people call them New Year's rhythms. Um, there seems to be this like renewed sense of like wanting to improve and wanting to make the next year better, looking forward with hope. And when I think of you, I just Um, think of someone who is able to more than anyone um, come back from setbacks and achieve goals you're very disciplined Um, you have a really positive mindset and so just as we're starting off the new year I thought it'd be so fun to bring you on um, to talk about what like how you do what you do and so I guess first my first question would be as you look through like coming back from setbacks um, and setting goals to the future, like what what goes through your mind, like mindset first when you're kind of um, hitting a rough patch and then trying to make an improvement from there? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I'll preface it all by saying that I'm still learning. Right. I think um, a lot of what I've learned along the way in my 34 years of life. Um, is just trial and error. You know, you figure out what you don't like and what you, the position you don't want to be in. And that really guides you towards where you do want to be. And so um, I don't know that that's the, the correct approach. I don't think there really is a correct approach, right? And, but I do think that, um, it, it, I think that um, in terms of how you determine what you want your goals to be, um, you have to have some sort of experience, whether positive or negative. Hmm. Um, and so for the question of, um, how can you can you help me out with the question? It yeah, was, like so you're hitting like a rough patch or setback, and you want to achieve a goal. Like, oh, how, sure, well, how do you like sure. mentally walk through that? Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think first of all, in terms of rough patches, I've had plenty of them. I, th- I know that we all have, right? Um, some of my rough patches were the most influential pieces of my life in terms of like where I am today. Um, not that they weren't difficult um, experiences, but. Um, they definitely, in the end result, pushed me to to be where I am today, which I'm very happy with where I'm at today. Um, but I do think that setbacks, um, I think there is a threshold for a setback. And when I, when I say threshold, um, the, the, the setback can't be minor enough that it's not going to push you to want to do better, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be something that puts you in a position where you're uncomfortable or where you're unhappy or where you have anxiety or depression or something that pushes you towards that place of uncomfort that is makes you want to take that next step 
to do better, right? Mm. Um, And so I think for all of us, we all have definitions of what those thresholds are, right? Um, I'll give you, I'll give you an example, current state, right? So Vanessa, my beautiful girlfriend, um, and I, we've moved around the country a couple times over the last few years. Um, we, I grew up in Chicago. I stayed there pretty much my whole life until I was 32. And then Vanessa and I moved to Colorado and then we moved to Florida. And in the process of that, I, I lost my fitness regimen and I lost my, my healthy diet. And in exchange, I just became, I became unhappy right? Like you put on some weight, you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't feel so good. Um, and it's, it it just drove me to a point where I started to just kind of just be like melancholy and not like have that zeal for life that I think a lot of people who know me know that, that, that I have. Right. Um, and so for me, that was that first step of saying, all right, I know that I want to lose about 30 pounds of fat. I know that I want to be, I live in Florida now. So my shirt is almost always off. I want to get to that (laughs) point where, um, I feel confident. And so, um, that's how I, make a goal, right? Find a place of uncomfort and desire where you want to be. And that's at least how I just establish what the goal needs to be. Yeah. That's so interesting. You talked about needing to get to this threshold of like a place to actually like be like, oh, something needs to change. Sure. That's like very interesting because I think sometimes we're like, there actually has to be a a pain point then Mm -hmm. for us to see a need for change have you seen that like anywhere else in your life like there's been like like something's hit the threshold and then you're like okay something's got to change maybe even like for i know a lot of people struggle even mentally just Mm -hmm. like anxiety depression i don't know if that's like a part of your story but like anything mindset wise like that like how do you change that i guess Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you and I have talked about my kind of recipes towards mindset and overall just like general happiness. Um, and I think you have to, you have to set your, you have to set your, your mind at a place where everything isn't like horrible. Right. So like, how do you do that? I mean, there's probably a thousand different ways to skin that cat. Um, but I start every morning with gratitude, like no matter what it is, you can wake up and, you know, I'm in my thirties now. So you wake up, your back hurts, you feel kind of old, whatever. <laughs> um, you just, you, you just, and rather than focusing on that and focusing on like, I don't feel well or whatever, you just get up and you say, I'm grateful that I get to go work out this morning. I'm grateful that the sun is shining. I'm grateful that my family is visiting. Like there's so many things that you can be grateful for. And I think, um, focusing on that to start the day, mm-hmm. like, puts you in a place where you're, you're equipped to keep that level of, of happiness throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right off the bat, you you wake up, you might not feel that great, but you're like immediately going into gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's so cool. I have actually have a little gratitude journal that um, this one bought me. And um, it's really cool because it's um, it has five lines for each date. And so it's cool because I started, I've, I've done this for about maybe 10, 10 years overall, oh, wow. but this specific journal I started in 2021. So it's really cool right now. Cause I see entries from last year and the year before, and some days it's literally just like, I'm grateful that I got out of bed today. Cause some days are harder than others. Right. And, but it still puts you in that level, mm-hmm. um, in that mind, um, mind space, if you will, that like is, is the one that will help you kind of be grateful and mm-hmm. enjoy what's next, you know? Yeah. It's really amazing. Cause researchers have found even with our brains, when we are grateful, it opens up something in our brain that's like a relational receptor. And so we're more um, open to having like interactions with 
with people even mm. when we're not in that state we can kind of be closed and it's harder to connect so mm, for sure. even on that like it's been like really powerful you talked about um in your gratitude journal you can see the years pass mm -hmm. do you ever i know a lot of people at the end of 2023 kind of reflect on the year do you do that um in like kind of reflecting on either what you're grateful for or reflecting on the past um as you look forward into things or you know I, I think it's important in some way shape and form to recognize the progress that you've made as human being as a human being um but my short answer is no i i am you know i am future focused right like what's happened you can't change things that have happened you can leverage your experience to do better in the future but you can't change what's happened good or bad right like you can look back at bad things and that probably is just going to make you sad right um you can look back at the great things and that might bring you joy but for me i think setting a future goal and working to accomplish it like is way more valuable than looking back and saying this is what i've already done because i think i think mark twain said it stand still fall behind right i think at any point you um any point you're comfortable with where you're at you're going to stop growing and so um you know vanessa and i joke around all the time um because i've made some significant progress with my goals and most of my goals now like are not really career focused like i'm kind of at a spot where i'm just like i'm cool with where i'm at um not necessarily looking to do much more it's not so much the i want to grind it out for for money type deal anymore it's more fitness and health and just feeling good mm -hmm. um and so I've, I've accomplished a lot of those goals but i don't sit there and say oh i made it because that's the second you'll fall off right like mm -hmm. you need to keep pushing towards the next goal um and so i think reflection is great for some people for me it's just always like what's next what am i going to do next mm -hmm. um Thinking keep forward. keep keep moving forward yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's interesting because i know like with the strengths finders um like different personality tests they do say some people are like strategic future focused and other people have different gifts. So I wonder mm. if that's like a part of your wiring. Yeah, so yeah. That's really neat. Could be. You talked about having goals with Vanessa. Do you guys make like, cause sometimes people like say to achieve a goal, uh, have accountability, like do it together. Anything you guys are working on together, mm. goal-wise? I know you guys have some neat systems too. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh gosh, that's a good question. Well, so I, believe it or not, I'm a, I'm a negative reinforcement person. I know that that's, I, I don't know that that's necessarily healthy or not, but I 100% um, get motivated when my back's against the wall and when I'm not doing what I should be doing. Like that motivates me. I'll use an example. You guys are visiting for the holidays. We made cookies. I ate a crap ton of those cookies. I felt kind of, you know, sugar overdose and maybe took a step back for what my goals are. And that motivated me over the last couple of days to just go full send on everything, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so with Vanessa, I, I encourage her to give me like that negative reinforcement. Now she's an angel, so she does not, she doesn't necessarily subscribe to that all the time. She's more of a positive buildup person. Um, and I know that about her. So I know that she has done an amazing job at like changing some of her habits to be more healthy. Um, and so my approach with her is just to encourage her. But I think, mm -hmm. I mean, without getting too deep into, you know, relationship advice, if you will, I think it's meeting your partner where they want to be met in terms of what's going to motivate them. And so yeah. she knows I like the negative and she's worked really hard mm -hmm. to be that, which is hard, you know, but yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. So I wonder if that's a even a gender thing, because um, I feel like like men kind of are like that with each other. 
like they kind of rag on each other and I, I guess that could be motivating i don't know yeah but it isn't yeah. for me i'm like give me all the love and the hugs <laughs> we um, know that about you yes yeah. yeah it's so good well something else i love about you is the systems that you have in place um like structures that you built to like really help um facilitate some of your goals or achieve just different things in work or in life any advice about like or or even just light into how you structure some of your um tasks or days or like i just think some i've heard like um goals fail because of poor systems mm -hmm, actually mm -hmm. and so it's not always about motivation or drive but it's like literally having a system to like achieve the next step mm -hmm. i feel like that's something you do really well any either advice about how to like build a system that works for you or yeah, yeah. anything like that yeah i could sit here for three hours and tell you about all <laughs> of my systems and i could like really get down into the nitty-gritty of the details of them but i think the most important thing when we're talking about goals whatever your goal is is that it has to be achievable and you have to know what's achievable for you and I'm, I'm i'll use an example there's been countless occasions in my 20s where i was like i want to get in shape okay so what am i going to do I'm going to lift five. I'm going to lift seven days a week. I'm going to do an hour of steady state cardio. I'm going to eat chicken, broccoli, and rice. And I'm just going to flip from, you know, eating bad food, smoking weed, sitting on the couch, just doing things that I shouldn't do to that impossible. No one's going to do that sustainably. So I want to encourage you. It's July or it's June, uh, January, Jan one. January 1st is today. Okay. If you've set a new year's goal, I want you to take that new year's goal. I want you to throw it out the window because <laughs> it is BS. If you ask me, I know you told me I can't swear, but I'm going to say BS everyone. Um, new year's resolutions are BS. That's it. I'm just going to say it. The key to achieving a goal is to set, set small, subtle changes in habit. I'll give you an example. I, at one point, ate crappy food, fried food, um, sweets, all the stuff that is going to make you doughy and slow and tired and maybe depressed and anxious and all that stuff. Um, sitting on the couch for hours a day, not exercising, smoking weed, whatever, like just unhealthy habits. Um, I said, okay, I need to do something that's going to work because I'll try the you know, chicken, rice, broccoli, exercise twice a day for seven days a week, and you burn out after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Most people who set their New Year's goal, they don't make it through January. Yeah. It's because they're trying to boil the ocean. You know, you can't, you can't do that, mm -hmm. right? Set a small, subtle change. Give yourself 21 days to say, okay, I eat a bagel and cream cheese every morning for breakfast. I'm going to change that to non-fat, non-sugar, yogurt, and blueberries. Okay. That's one thing. I'm going to do it for 21 days. Once you do that for 21 days, I bet you're asked that you will continue to do that because it's baked into your habit and your daily routine. When you're ready after those 21 days, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that, just go at your own pace, um, change it to change the next thing. Okay, I eat a, um, I eat a Jersey Mike sandwich for lunch every day. Let me change that to uh, a chicken, chicken breast and an apple, right? It's just those small little changes that become habit. And so you get to the point where you're not even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And so when I like flip when I flip um, my habits, I've done it like I've, I'm so used to eating clean and doing the things that I should that it's just easy to get into that mentality. Yeah. Um, and so it will be a situation where because those are habits that you've um, created for yourself, you can give yourself a little bit of leeway. You can have that ice cream because you know that the next day you're going to go right back to what your newly healthy habits are. And you can use that example with anything. You can use it with work, you can use it in a relationship, just like whatever 
Um, whatever it, your goals are, um, just don't try to boil the ocean. Think small and subtle um, and just make those consistent changes over time and, it, it, and it'll work like 100%. Yeah. Well, I know for people that are like, or at least in my own life, when I've started a goal, like the beginning, like you, you get an excitement and an enthusiasm the first few days. And then it's like day four, five, six, you're like, oh, I really want the cookie or whatever. Mm. How do you not do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I think you got to recognize, are you positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement person? Um, and you have to make, I mean, really at the end of the day, the overall outcome of the goal has to be put higher than the instant gratification of the cookie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. And I gotta be honest, I don't know exactly how you wire your brain to that. Um, when I was single, like I really wanted to find my partner. Mm -hmm. And I do know that as sad as it is in today's day and age, there's some superficial um, aspects to it, right? Like somebody wants a partner who's fit, who's happy, who's healthy, right? Like that's a general desire, I think for most people. And so that for me, that end goal of saying, I need to get myself to this place so I can earn the partner that I want. Like that for me was enough to say, no, I'm not going to eat that cookie or no, I'm not going to go take 10 shots of tequila right now. You know what I mean? I yeah. think for me, that was enough, but it's that threshold thing that we talked about earlier, yeah. right? The, um, the, the overall goal has to be valued higher than the instant gratification, mm -hmm. which I know is like such a, such a challenging thing. Yeah. Um, but you have to get your mind to that place where mm -hmm. you want to reach that goal. So you're able to endure the pain because the goal is that much more like a desire. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. good. I want to just take a quick sidebar and note that the pain for my sister is not eating the cookie in this case. So just <laughs> so everybody knows it. If you ever want to alleviate her pain, bring her a cookie. So I do love cookies. Yeah, she does. Yep. Dessert is the best. Mm -hmm. Um, well, as we wrap up, one of the things I love about you, we talked a lot about internal goals and like personal goals. Um, one thing I love about you is your external goal. Like, I don't know if they're goals, but you're very generous. And so mm. you also have this outward focus. Cause I think we can get so like, I want to achieve all these things. And that's great. It's great to have dreams to be motivated, mm. but then also like, what are we doing to like love the world? Mm. And so any thoughts about um, just generosity or ways to impact um, people, I know you love interacting with strangers as well. Um, anything as we look externally and like, how are we going to be a blessing in 2024 to, oh. to others? Yeah, it's a good question. And I got to be honest, I think I kind of started doing like random acts of kindness, like strictly as like a, I hate this phrase, but like a fake it till you make it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, that's okay. Yeah. Um, but then I found that it actually brought me joy. Like when you're like rolling through Chick-fil-A or wherever you're at and you pay for the person behind you and like, it might've made their day. They might've had a bad day. And then we're like, oh, that's nice. Or maybe yeah. that stringed a uh, line of generosity that goes back 10 or 12, 30 cars or whatever. Like, I don't know. That's kind of cool. Um, but I, I do, um, I do find that like, having those positive human interactions too is also like a way that I can achieve that same level of like fulfillment as, a, as giving like mm -hmm. generously. Mm -hmm. um, like we've had some occasions where we'll go into like Jersey Mike's and like, it's just a somber atmosphere. And then you and I will like ask them how their day is going. And then like the whole dynamic, they're all joking around, like it changes. Mm -hmm. And to me, like that feels good. Like that yeah. fulfills me even though I'll never see those people again, yeah. most likely. Right. Like that is like something that really brings joy to my, to my heart. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that, you know, I, I think there, I'm an extrovert by nature, I think. Yes. 
Um, you think? I think. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know that I know that there's my alone time brings fuels me in, yeah. in ways, but I know that the extroverted thing. I know that being around other people and and bringing joy to other people um, yes. does. I think I lost sight of the question. Maybe that's my ace eight. Oh um, yeah, just you know, like I'm how like, you approach generosity, oh. or like or random acts of kindness, or like a kind of external. Mm. I don't know if they're necessarily like goals, but just like. Um, we could work on all this internal stuff, but like, mm, what yeah. is it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Thank you. You always uh, bring me back around. Yeah. Here. No, I think that um, in order to help like sustain or reach your individual goals, I think sometimes it's important to step outside of yourself too. Yeah. Um, I think when you get too, once you're in that place of getting too hyper-focused on what your goal is and what's trying to happen, and especially if it's like, it's not progressing the way you've wanted it to, I think it's important to like step outside of yourself because yeah. like if you spend too much time on that self-focus, like you're going to lose sight of the other 99.99 forever percent of people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so good. All right. Well, thank you. As we wrap up any last wisdom for, as we go into 2024 for any of our listeners, anything you'd like to tell them? Yes. Move to Florida. <laughs> uh, I, I'm joking, but I'm also kind of serious. Um, the cold weather is, uh, I know it's, it's uh, that January time of year where um, winter's really setting in and um, it's harder to get outside and it's harder to get fresh air and it's harder to have community and it's harder to do those things. And I know you have to work, work extra hard at it. Um, but I'd say just do that, work extra hard at it and try to continue in, in Florida. Like we're playing beach volleyball in December, um, and it's 65 and we're cold because we've assimilated into the culture. Um, but I say that knowing that obviously, you, you know, a lot of people watching this probably live up North. Um, but my message there is just make sure you, you work extra hard, um, to, to step out of your individual space at, at home, yeah. um, you know, and, and connect with others. Cause I know that whether you're an introvert or extrovert, that will bring you some sort of fulfillment and happiness and yeah. joy. Yeah, that's good wisdom as we step into 2024. And it's kind of the purpose of the podcast, too. Yeah, yeah. Go meet some strangers, Go meet some strangers and get connected. Yeah. So, bro, thank you for being on the podcast. Love Thanks. you tons. Thanks for having me. It was me. great having you. Thanks Love for you all too. your wisdom. Yeah, absolutely. Love you, bro. Cheers.